Hello everyone, welcome back. Today's episode of the Freelance Friday podcast probably looks and sounds a little bit different. That's because I am testing out a new series that's really close to my heart. I'm calling it Healthy Business. Listen, when I first started in business, my only, my only goals were to make money, get clients, and stand on my own two feet. And that is a noble cause, right? But it wasn't until I was in business for a few years, honestly, when I started to sort of experience burnout, when I started to experience these really challenging feelings that come along with entrepreneurship. Entrepreneurship is truly the biggest exploration of myself that I have ever done. I've been to therapy. I'm not against therapy, of course, and I do not in any way replace the therapist, but I have learned a lot about more about myself, my attachment styles, my traumas, my wounds, in business than I have in therapy. So um, what I want to do with this series is just kind of dive deeper into some of those issues regarding our emotional well-being, our physical health, things like that, that I feel like we tend to just skip over when we're in that hustle mode and we need to really sit down and think about them. So for today's episode, I'm talking about a feeling that I think a lot of us have felt. I certainly have felt it in my life and am not immune to it in any way. And that is the feeling of sort of not feeling like you're getting what you want out of your life or your career and not getting it as fast. I think because of social media, which I love, but I hate also, right? Complex feelings about, we see what everybody else is doing. And I actually have a whole episode all about competition. So that one is probably gonna be a good one to binge after this. That's that's one thing already there is competition is very dangerous. And I think we see what everybody else is achieving. We see the people who are 22 year old millionaires. We see the people who are, you know, 18 and just bought their dream home. We see all of these things and it's never to shade those people. It's never to good for them. I genuinely feel good for them, but we have to learn how to go at our own pace and how to achieve the things that we even really want. First of all, because do I really want that eight bedroom mansion when I'm 18? No, I wanted to travel. I wanted to experience that kind of vagabond style lifestyle when I was 18. I loved that. So that's my first thing that I want to talk about is knowing your own true motivations. This is something that's really important to sit down with yourself, with your business and really think about because it's so easy to just fall into flex culture, hype culture, um, or even just hustle culture, right? I work a lot. I'm going to be honest, and I'm not always the best influence. I know uh, people listen and watch because maybe they're looking for some type of blueprint to their business. But to be honest with you, I'm not always the best example because I do work a lot. That's just how I am. It's just how I'm wired. I like it. I have like a very um, active mind and I don't like to sit still. Other people might be different. Other people might actually, I don't know, prioritize relationships in their lives, prioritize working out. You know, everybody has different things that they actually care about. So it's important to know yourself before you get into entrepreneurship and start following other people's paths. That's the first thing that I'll say there. It's also important when it comes to finances to know what makes you happy. For some, it's gonna be the ability to travel. For some, it's gonna be the ability to have that, you know, eight, 10 bedroom mansion 
And that's what really makes them happy. And that's okay. I would never tell someone you're not allowed to have that be something that makes you happy. But for me, it's, you know, safety, it's security. That's the only type of place that I want to live in. I don't care if there's eight bedrooms or if there's three, I just want to live somewhere that's safe and clean. It's also knowing the things that give you pleasure and give you joy. Because again, I would never shade someone for saying, I like to go out and splurge on a designer bag when I sign a big contract. Good for you, sis. That's something that's never brought me joy. I've never been into that. I've had a lot of money and I've had negative money and um, buying designer expensive things has never really brought me joy. Buying things has brought me joy. But honestly, a Dollar Tree haul, like spending $20 at the Dollar Tree is more fun to me than buying one designer item. That's just the way that I am. Or going and spending money on a beach vacation or traveling, you know, a beach day, whatever, or traveling makes me more happy personally. So really know yourself before you start to compare or before you start to feel like, you know, why isn't this happening for me? Why does this family have like the cutest, you know, Instagrammable family and I don't have that yet? Do you even want that? Do you even want kids? Or are you just saying that because you feel like you're at that age where you're supposed to do that? Do you really want that house in the suburbs? Or are you really actually enjoying living with roommates or with your partner in an apartment? Um, Do you just feel like you're supposed to be doing it, right? So that's the first thing First thing that I would urge you to do is figure out what you really want out of life, out of business, before you start getting down on yourself. The next thing I wanna say, this is a, a thought I had in my mind recently because we're actually in the beginning stages, I guess, I, I guess we're in it now. I guess I have to stop saying we're in the beginning, beginning stages of house hunting. We are looking to buy a house in the next year or two. And I will definitely be doing a video all about this from a self-employed perspective because as of now, I am trying to go for it on my own to see if that's possible with self-employed, you know, all the processes that go along with that. So that's a side note, but we're house hunting. And I was feeling this way the other day. I was kind of like, why is it just like, number one, the housing market is awful right now. But I was just kind of honestly feeling a bit of like self-pity, which is just, ugh, like, don't do that, Latasha. You are so lucky and blessed in so many ways. But I was like, you know, other people, I just feel like they just like buy a house and it's just so easy for them. And they have family that can give them advice and love our family. But my, my mom isn't a homeowner. Um, you know, we don't have generational wealth. We don't have all these connections and things like that. And I was just feeling a little bit like, why is it so easy? Why are there people on YouTube who literally are 20 and bought their dream home? And I, I'm like out here hustling for years and years and years and just finding the place uh, is, is hard. And then I was thinking about it. Number one, get over yourself, Latasha, right? Number two, (laughs) number two, there will be a time when you look at this time right now as the good old days as like, oh my gosh, I would do anything to go back to that apartment. Remember that apartment with that great view, that huge window, Norris's office was in the kitchen. Like, do you remember those days? That was so fun. We had so many good memories in that place. We had so many good memories, house hunting and doing all this research, watching every YouTube video about the house buying process and educating ourselves and just driving around on random summer evenings at different neighborhoods to figure out which one is gonna be the right one for us. That has happened to me at every stage of my life. In college, I could not wait to get out of college. I was so beyond college. I was over it. I wanted to get on with my real life. And 
Now I look back on those days with such fondness and I miss it. I have, I have honestly looked into going back to school. I miss school that much. It was so fun. It was such a cool time, even though I was overworked because I was hustling. I was working two jobs, plus freelancing, plus going to school full time, putting myself through school. That was hard, but it was good. Working retail. I hated retail. If you've worked retail, you probably you probably feel me. But even that, I look back on and I made so many amazing friends. I, you know, got my first career mentors there. Wedding planning. Hated it. Hated it. I was like, we're ready to just be married. We don't even care about the big wedding thing. Like, let's just get this over with, especially considering we got married in 2021 when there were a lot of like restrictions and stuff still. But I look back and I'm like, looking up all those wedding videos, looking at venues, uh, DIYing, like when am I ever going to get Norris to DIY florals with me again? You know, like those were just such fun times. And of course in business, the side hustle days, once I got to a certain level in my, in my side hustle, I was like, you know what? I'm ready to go full time. Like I just want to work for myself. I just want to be able to wake up and work on my couch or work in my home office or, I just wanted it so badly. I just felt like it would solve all the problems in the world. And it has solved a lot. I'll be honest with you. I'm not, I'm not going to be that person and be like, you know, no, it, it has helped. But I still look at those side hustle days, the connections I made at my day job, the skills I learned at my day job, and the skills I learned through side hustling and actually being able to really manage a lot of different things. I look upon that time with fondness. So that's what I want to say to you. If you're struggling with, you know, why isn't this happening for me? Why isn't my business making a million dollars yet? Why can't I afford that house yet? There's a chance that you might still look at this time with some degree of fondness. And I think it's just important to savor the moment that you're in. I think it's important to savor the moment that you're in and realize that every moment has its reason. It has its purpose. Every, every season of life, has something to teach you and it, it it's it's teaching you something it's helping you grow and it's it's fun in its own way like it's fun in its own way i hated working retail so much but i i drank cherry pepsi in the back room i had so many inappropriate conversations <laughs> with my colleagues i mean it, that was a fun time it was a fun time the last thing i want to say about this is that your journey really is your story. I don't want to be that person who says, uh, you know, everything happens for a reason because there are just certain things in life that I just, I don't feel that way about. I think there's a lot of bad things that happen that I can't justify. But what I will say is that everything that does happen impacts your story, your journey, yourself. And, and that's really the theme of this. This is a thesis, if you will, of this episode is that the journey really is the destination. It's about the journey because I'll tell you something. I've made a lot of money and I've made negative money. And I would be lying if I said money doesn't buy happiness. I don't believe that because I think being able to afford things for yourself, being able to afford transportation. I just had to bring my car to the dealership and spend a lot of money to get it fixed. That would not have been possible for college Latasha. I would have been SOL, right? I would have been having to take the bus, having to bum rides, having to save and save and save for months and months and months to be able to afford that and not bat an eye. So money does buy happiness to an extent and drives me nuts when people say that. But, 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 but what I will say is there is a level after your needs are provided for. It, there's not a huge difference in the happiness level. If you ask me, that's just 
my opinion. Sure, you can buy a bigger house in the man in the suburbs, or you can buy a smaller house. Like you're still in the suburbs, you're still living the same lifestyle. And the thing is, the day to day sort of lifestyle makes up the mo- majority of your life. It is not the lavish trips to Paris, right? That might happen once in your lifetime, and that might be really cool and a really great memory. But you're going to have more memories around your kitchen table with your family. You're going to have more memories on Zoom calls with your team, right? So building those things, investing in those things that are the most important to you in the people who are the closest to you that you're going to spend the most time with, those are so much more important than trying to reach this arbitrary number, this arbitrary goal to get this exclusive handbag that like, you know, only a certain number of people have, Who really cares? I would rather have a durable backpack that I can bring to the office every day that feels really comfy on my shoulders. So think about that. But back to the journey is the story. You know, even the hard things in my life have become a part of my story. In fact, that is is my story. The hard things in my life are my story. The hard things in my life are, you know, um, growing up without much at all and being able to persevere through that and be creative. And I think that's one of the reasons I'm a business owner is because I know how to make something out of nothing. I know how to work with the resources that I have. I know how to be creative. Like we didn't have PlayStations growing up. I didn't get a video game system until I was like 13. My sister and I uh, would would do like improv. We'd put on plays. We would sing. We would pretend to be DJ, radio DJ, and just like put tapes on and record the radio. Like, hi. Look at what I'm doing now. So that is a part of my story. The fact that I suffered a really hard loss while I was working in corporate and really put things into perspective, that's a part of my story. The fact that I have dealt with um, microaggressions and Me Too moments and all of these things, working in traditional jobs helps me connect with you, helps me fuel my purpose, which my purpose at the end of the day, I want more of you all to understand that you don't have to put up with that. You don't have to deal with abusive work situations or even just toxic, you know, work situations. You don't have to. It's totally possible to work for yourself. It is. That's my purpose. That's why I do what I do at the end of the day. Um, they also do make you stronger. I mean, again, I don't like to sort of romanticize struggle because I think it's, I don't think we should have to work that hard. I don't think people should have to decide between paying their rent and and buying groceries. I don't think that should be a thing, but it, it does make you stronger. I've experienced it definitely in my, in my time. And I I learned from it. Think about the people you most admire in life, whether they're like celebrities or, you know, public figures or just people in your personal life. Usually, usually there are people who haven't necessarily had the easiest lives. One of my biggest inspirations in life is Oprah. And if you learn at all about her story, she had a very difficult life growing up. And it's not to say that people who've had it easy in life are bad people. Of course, I love people. I mean, I have plenty of people in my life who've had it easy. But even that is a whole other thing to think about is money doesn't mean that you don't have problems. I know plenty of people with lots of money who grew up in really traumatic homes or who have experienced, you know, discrimination or, you know, so so even that, who who really has it easy, right? 
But anyway, um, it's part of your story. Your journey is part of your story and your journey is the thing that you are going to remember the most. So that's what I have to say on that. Be careful about competition. I did a whole video actually all about competition that I'll link. And I think it's, I think it's really something to uh, be beware of because everybody, everybody has a different starting point, number one. Everybody has different motivations and goals. So beware of competition. Okay, um, I wanted to use some of this time also to just kind of share some updates about my business and the changes that I've made to my business recently. I get a lot of questions about how, how to work with me. So I just want to use the rest of this time to talk about how to work with me in an exciting giveaway, uh, an opportunity to work with me. That's something new that we'll be trying. So I offered a three month coaching program for over a year, probably two years. And it was amazing. I've worked with dozens of amazing people, men and women, and really enjoyed it. But it started to occupy all of my time. And I started getting really overloaded with coaching clients. So I figured, you know, there's got to be a better way that I can help more people without, you know, completely losing my mind and, and sacrificing all of my time. Uh, so I created the freelance Friday club, which a lot of you have heard me talk about. I'm going to link it. I'll link a 50% off uh, option for you, which is really cool. I'm able to offer it at 50% off, which is a really affordable month to month coaching option. It's a group experience. So we have a community forum. I also do master classes every single week. We bring in guest instructors once in a while, and we do masterminds once a month as well, where we all get on camera on zoom, talk about what's going on in our business, ask questions to myself and the community manager, Megan, who is an amazing mindset coach. She has a YouTube channel here too. I'll, I'll link her down below. So that's my group coaching option. So really excited to be able to offer that. But with that said, I don't want to completely abandon one-on-one -on -one coaching because I really do love those 30 or 40 minute calls. So I thought, you know what? Let's do some coaching on the podcast. So we're going to do a giveaway. We're going to pull a monthly coaching call winner. So this is free. You do not have to pay for it. If you want to go ahead and review the podcast on Apple podcasts, just leave a rating and a review over there, screenshot that. And then you can go ahead and um, fill out the form that I'm going to link in the show notes of today's episode. We'll go through once a month to find some great people who we want to interview on the podcast. And we'll go ahead and pull a different story every month so we can do a coaching call. Uh, the only catch is that it's going to be recorded and broadcast on the podcast. So it'll be a great opportunity for you to get some exposure for your business and a great way to work with me one-on-one -on -one without having to pay for it. And if you're not ready to invest in a CEO day or uh, if you're already in the Freelance Friday Club and you just want a little a little extra time with me. So that is what I've got for today's episode. Let me know, you know, did you like this? Do you like this location? It's it's a little hard with the sun. I'm uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. I'm talking to YouTube right now. It's a little hard with the sun. It goes a little in and out. But um, if you like this, this location, maybe I'll film some new videos out here. I got a new couch the other day, so that's fun. It looks the same as the old one, I know, but it, it's different. I'm really curious to know what you think of today's episode and if you've encountered that same feeling of just not getting where you want to be and how you sort of combat some of those feelings. I'll talk to you on Monday for a new video and on Friday for a new podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. Bye.
Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. Show notes for this episode are available at latashajames.com slash podcast and contain all of the links I may have mentioned today, as well as an invitation to join my private Facebook group, the Freelance Friday Podcast Community. Thanks so much. We'll talk soon.